Welcome to Commit to Yourself podcast with Petra Blend Fitness. In this podcast, I will be sharing tips for weight loss, sustainable results, and tips for fit and healthy lifestyle. I will be sharing my story and I'm planning to invite guests to the podcast who will be able to share their stories and tips to educate, motivate, and inspire you. Thank you so much for choosing my podcast and please subscribe to it so you don't miss any episodes. Welcome to this week's or this month's uh, new episode and I am just super excited today because we've got special guests today. We've got Kath and Charlotte from the Authentic Girls Club. I met Kath, I don't even remember, well, several months ago back in Bromsgrove, and then she introduced me to Charlotte. So I'm really, really excited about sharing these episodes with you guys. Uh, we're going to be talking about self-care, what it is, what it means to us, um, why it's really important we do look after ourselves and hopefully we share some tips with you as well to help you make some time for what is really important. So so hi, uh, Kath and Charlotte, how are you feeling today? Hello, it's so great to Hello. be here. <laughs> it really is. Thank you for having us, Petra. Thank you. Exciting. It's exciting. So uh, do you just want to tell our listeners what is it you do? So I know you're running online membership for women. Uh, so would you like to just um, tell us a little bit more about um, why you set up and what is it you do? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, the Authentic Girls Club is a community for women to come together and grow. And we really do all things self-development together. Um, and in that, what we do is build a rock solid mindset. We become our own coaches and we create lives that, that are fulfilling and authentic and just really aligned to exactly who we are. So it's a lot of peeling back the layers, getting to know ourselves, journeying back home and yeah blooming <laughs> fantastic when that's you, it exactly that and when did you set up yeah so uh, this was a little seed I had in my mind for a little while and I finally hit play in October 21 and behind the scenes was Kat who was cheering me on every step of the way um I went through a bit of a traumatic time before pressing play and yeah, I just use self-development and I use cat support to get through it. And I think the essence of what the Authentic Girls Club is, is using the highs and lows of life to grow and to really get to know ourselves and give ourselves the love and care that we so deserve. Um, so it was kind of really born out of out of all of that, really. And kind of who Kat was for me, we are now to all of our members, um, which is really, really, really wonderful. So yeah, October 21. So I have hit play on that first month um, in the membership. And then Kat joined me in February 22, didn't you Kat? That's it. Yeah, you uh, asked me to join you on your mission because our missions were really aligned. And I've been kind of working in self-development um, as a coach and NLP practitioner for the last ooh, 15 years okay. <laughs> myself so I'm really old when I say that um and yeah so so Charlotte asked me to join really to do it together to kind of get get out into the world to, to the women of the world what is possible when we when we really work on our mindset and when we believe what's possible for us um and when we do 
you know give like Charlotte said give ourselves everything that we need first and become our own coaches so yeah we joined forces didn't we and the rest is history as they say (laughs) and here we are now absolutely absolutely. I've got goosebumps just listening to like last two minutes I can't wait what's to come because um yeah (laughs) so uh, self-care is really important and I preach that across um, what I do Um, you know I think we live in a world where there's lots of expectations but are those expectations the ones that we put on ourselves or do other people put them on us so we then end up living somebody else's life Um, and then we end up you know the bottom of the pile um, and not making time for what is really important so um, so self-care is 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 a big subject. So, what's your what what are your thoughts on on self care and what does that mean to you? Good question, Charlotte. Yes. <laughs> you want me to go first? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, self care for me is really about honouring our wants and needs, and it's about really seeing that we matter too. Our dreams matter. Our needs matter. Um, and for me, it's been about getting to know myself again. And I think before having taken this journey, I was really in a place of putting everybody else first. Like you say, I was burnt out. I was rushing and I never got to where, in fact, I I didn't even put me on the to-do list. You know, it was just not a thing. And I just reached that burnout point. But what I've mentioned before is I kind of would gain that hour where I'm like, right, this is an hour for me. And my husband would take the children out. But I didn't have a clue what to do with that hour. And I was like, I would literally then just do the housework and burn myself out further. They'd come home. I was more frustrated, more tired. And it was this loop that I went on. So for me, in terms of self-care, it wasn't just going and taking a bath it was so much more than that it was figuring out what I enjoy again what brings me unique joy um respecting my needs and yeah just giving myself all that I gave out so freely um so yeah that's a little yeah a little bit of uh what it means to me yeah, yeah. And, and I just come just to completely second that Charlotte that for for me like likewise very similarly and it really is a holistic like approach as well so obviously Petra know you work in health and fitness and it's self-care in terms of mind and body so it's looking after yourself in terms of your 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 mind your physical your emotions mentally physically emotionally um and kind of just a reorientation of first of all like what self-care looks like because I know we've had this conversation several times haven't we Charlotte where like you just said in my mind going back it would have been like oh it's a full it's a full spa day or it needs to be a week away or you know it's a reorientation of first of all what that looks like and then but it's kind of knowing that we are important to give that care to ourselves and knowing that we're worthy of it and we're deserving of it and that if we're not even in that featuring in that to-do list to get to the top of it might feel quite a big shift but to just start putting ourselves in it with the small steps is really important and yeah, like Charlotte said, just just giving ourselves everything that we need first so that we can be there for and serve those around us that we love from an overflowing abundant cup rather than a, deplete, a depleted, burnt out one, which I know so many of us and, and maybe your listeners can relate to this, 
spend a lot of time just kind of doing the same things day in day out whether it's with, with their physical physical side of things or um, emotionally and kind of getting to the end of the day and going where was the time for me where was the time for me and then that cycle repeats again but this this might sting a bit but it's only us that can make that time <laughs> you know like self-care for ourselves it it comes from us doesn't it and it comes from taking that responsibility and, and stepping into that yeah absolutely and again I'm just I was just trying to think as you were chatting um uh I uh I think when my daughter was two I realized I'm in a cycle that I don't know what's happening and I'm like I don't want to really use these words but I almost lost myself I lost mm-hmm. myself I lost who I was I I forgot who I was because the world just evolved to make sure that this little like child survives right because you look after their emotional physical and social needs and you totally burn yourself out by giving and you don't think about that actually like I need to fill up my cup first because if mm. my cup's not full like I'm not good to anybody I am I yeah. am not good to to anybody so um so for me, like that's uh, like just like you mentioned, is not yes, it is the fitness, yes, it is the health, but health is not just the fitness. Health is your emotional health, your spiritual, your emotional, your social health. You know, people who we surround ourselves with. So it's it's so much bigger than just the one part of it. And and yeah, I would be running all day long, totally like deflated, charged, like no 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 more left um and then I got frustrated and not necessarily thinking where's the day gone but just really unhappy like I would mm-hmm. and I would have back I look at it and I had everything I needed to be happy mm-hmm. and I just didn't know how to create that happiness so so the self-care was just coming back to really uh, who who am I what is really important to me and then slowly small steps one day at a time to to really do things that make me happy and help me refill the cup I mean lots mm, of things, lots of women always share that um, they don't have time and I always say mm. if you don't make time you you're not gonna have it um, and, and I think at this point um, maybe listeners can relate that that may feel that it's selfish that the self-care that because they while they've got the to-do list never ending to-do list that's just you can't cross things off but you just keep adding and on top of that then I tell them to make time for planning your meals or planning to go for a walk or actually sit down and do nothing for five minutes and they feel they feel it's selfish that they have all these things to do but they need to do this for themselves. So, so what is your intake on this? Is self is self care selfish or is self care essential? Oh, so our self- view, our view. Here we go. Here we. I'm glad you asked this question, Petra. So, our view is that self care is selfless. Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's an act of selflessness. And the reason that it's that and absolutely not selfish, and this is why we can just let go of this guilt, this guilt feeling, because we've all felt it right, looking after ourselves, spending time on ourselves in whatever way that looks for us. 
we can be riddled with guilt and we're kind of ingrained to be these people pleasers as we grow up in life you know put others first and treat others as if, as if you wish to be treated it's how about hold on for a minute why don't we treat ourselves the way we treat others and look after ourselves first? So self-care is really, really selfless because if you think about the person that you want to be, um, especially let's say if you if you are a parent or a mother and, you know, how you want to raise your kids in terms of like modelling, because they're, they're watching, they're watching and they're listening. Um, you know, if you want your kids to look after themselves, if you want them to put their needs first and be the best that they can be and be their true authentic selves, we can't just like talk it. We've got to walk the walk as well. So if you think about the person that you want to be, it's kind of, it's a really great exercise to do actually in terms of like, what, how do you need to be looking after yourself? How do you need to be caring for yourself to be able to be that person? Like if you want to be calmer and more patient, then maybe we need to do things like a bit of mindfulness work, like gratitude or journaling to do that so that we can then step into that. Um, if we want to look after our, you know, if we want to be health, healthy and fit, then we'll need to give to ourselves in certain ways. We'd be mindful of the foods we eat and the, in the ways that we move our bodies. Like this is all self-care. This is all looking after ourselves. And I think it's 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 having to think about what self-care looks like to you. And maybe you could start to see it differently. And I know Charlotte and I, we've been on this journey, haven't we, of, of self-care. Yeah. And it's been a real shift, hasn't it? It's been a real pivot from bottom of yeah. the list or not on it to the top. And for instance, something I do when I plan my weeks ahead, um, the first thing I'll pop in my diary is my fitness classes or my yoga classes because I've made it a non-negotiable but that didn't happen overnight. Like that wasn't always a thing. It was always, oh, well, if I've got time, I'll go to the gym. Or if I've got time, I'll meal plan. Or if I've got time, I'll journal. Or if I've got time, I'll meditate. But it's 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 shifting what's important and what's going to make a difference. And I know that when I do those things, when I make the time for those things, that's me giving myself the self-care and everything that I need. Oh, the results speak for themselves, don't they, Charlotte? Like, they really do. And I think the whole selfless part of it is so true because it takes effort and it takes work because I think as we as women have grown up with putting everybody else first. So this doesn't come naturally. Like you do feel the guilt. You do feel, you know, all the feelings around it. But if we want to change for the next generation and we want our children to look after themselves and truly, truly look after themselves and, and like you say, model that, then we have got to be it. And this is where it's selfless. And when we look at it that way, we're like, we can absolutely let that guilt go because this is for the long term. This is shifting how we as women operate because we've got to give to ourselves. And I almost look back at, you know, kind of my mum's generation and they just gave, gave, gave. It was very, I know my mum, like it was kind of keep it, hold everything in, you know, and just be there for everybody else and, do it and just get on with it. And I'm really grateful that we're at this point where self-care is becoming such a thing because it's needed. And obviously the world's shifted. We've got to shift with it because we can't just run ourselves into the ground and expect to be everything for everyone and nothing for ourselves. So for me, the selfless part is it's a long term goal right there. We're shifting this for generations to come. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like to use the I like to use the phone example here on the self-care. Like when our phones are 
low on batteries. It hasn't even hit the 20%, right? You know, it's 25. So it's not even showing you the red battery yet. The first thing you do, it, it, you go and get the charger. There's no way you're going to let the phone die. No way, right? And then <laughs> when, we, when we hit that point, when we uh, work was busy and it's crazy and uh, lots of going on, our body sends signals, right? Like I get, like I get tired, I get irritated, I am stressed. You know, I call it hangry. So you hungry and angry together, and like that's <laughs> like that's like a that's a bad wolf. Like that's a really bad wolf situation. Like you don't want to be around me, but all the body is telling me is stop for a second. You haven't got anything left in you to sort out what you need to sort out. So whoever would come up to me, whether it would be like, <laughs> would be my husband or my daughter, I would just snap and I know that. And mm -hmm. for me, when I, I, what I like to do in the past was watch myself from the top. And if I recognize something from the top that I didn't like, I knew I have to act on it. So I didn't want to be, you know, just, you know, I didn't want to be that that person. And um, so for me, looking after myself, I'm, I'm an active person. I always have been. I know I need to get my fresh air. I need daylight. I need to move. I need to move either light or like more intense. And um, yes, I feel better. But when I feel better and I am happier, everybody else around me is and that's how like you know it's it's not just yes it is for us absolutely like we're making things easier and we're creating this happy environment for us but ultimately if we are in that environment if we feel good because I know my tummy is full and I've eaten well um and then I have moved I did my gratitude uh then I know on that school run at half past three, all I want is to hear from her and I'm there present. I'm, I'm there because I have refilled my cup, you know? So, um, so, so yeah, but like that, that phone with the charger, the body would send signals into, I don't know if you felt like this before, but yeah, whether that's hungry, more irritated so then obviously the behaviors change and then mm. kind of everything is just it's just not present I almost felt like I wasn't present for what I had to deal with so then I didn't really deal with it like if I if I look back like my daughter was young and you know she she wanted me there and I wanted to be there for her I just had to really figure it out how to I was doing it but I knew I can do that better I knew I want to do that differently and I think also something you touched base on before is knowing, one thing is knowing who is that person we want to be. But the hard bit is that doesn't happen overnight. And it's a, it's a work in progress. It's actually doing the things that help you to be that person. Because that is not overnight or six weeks or six no. months or a year thing. That is ongoing, ongoing self-development process. And I find ever since I am on this journey, I just like, I said it on my post this morning. I said, I'm like wine. I'm just getting better with every year because every year I just learn something new. 
that's shifting me forwards, whether that would be like like last year for me, that was mental health. And I was learning quite a lot about emotions and emotional health. This year, I'm looking more into spirituality, like I'm, I'm really loving this. So like really covering the all of the aspects of what helps me be happy and what helps me mm. to recharge the batteries. Um, I haven't been exercising for long time now because I've been just had surgeries and I cannot tell you the impact it has on on me like mm. in terms of can't channel the can't channel the frustrations anywhere apart from coloring <laughs> and I'm loving the coloring <laughs> don't get me wrong I'm loving the coloring um, and it's great because it really helps me it sits me down and it calms me down and it's really mindful it, it's really great but because of who I am, because of I want to move, I want to be out, I want to be throw weights around, I want to be doing in the fresh air. Um, it has really had an impact. And again, just recognizing what impact to help me then to address it. So I don't lose myself while I can't do what I love and what helps me. So rather than in the past, I would be like, oh, well, if I can't do this one, I, there's what's the point to do the rest. But instead, like I just had to find something different to really help me mm. refill that cup. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was just gonna say a couple of a couple of things you said there. One thing was about um how our body gives signals. And I think that's really important because it really does, doesn't it? It tells us in many ways. And we can really tap into how we're feeling, whether that's frustration, irritated, like frustration is usually a sign that we're not doing something about the thing that we know we should do yeah. or we want to do um, or the hangry. Um, and I think it's just really important to pick up on that, to, to really to really listen in to those signals if they, if they come across as feelings as first. And then kind of we're in the work that we do, Charlotte, it's, it's peeling back the layers and then kind of just kind of get it's going deep, really, and looking at like what's like what's in, if I'm going to start self-care, you know, in whatever way that looks to me. I think it's going deep and asking ourselves like why? Because I know recently I've made a reorientation with my um, in terms of how I see my my health and fitness with the workouts, making them a priority. I've recently been doing a bit of rewiring in my own brain as well um, with that. My my health is a non-negotiable in terms of the foods that I eat. But I had to sit down and kind of realize like. And understand like why, like the deeper meaning behind it's not just, yeah, it'll be great to get into the the jeans without a squeeze that'll be great but there's much much deeper reasons underneath it than that and I think that's some that's a really worthwhile thing doing it isn't it Charlotte to kind of just ask ourselves like why <laughs> why is it so important why is our health and fitness why is looking after ourselves so important um and we'll arrive at these places that really then help us to create that motivation to do the things for ourselves without waiting for that motivation to arrive we, we generate it and then that leads me on to the other thing you said about doing it like having the knowledge listening to this reading the books um looking at the things on socials is great but the difference is taking the action isn't it it's doing the things and the, the piece of advice I'd give and this is purely just from experience of being on this journey um specifically with health and fitness in you know quite recently is I was on this mission and I absolutely overwhelmed myself that I was like right I want to do this in terms of my fitness this in terms of what I eat this in terms of my nutrition and I tried to take it all on at once at 100 miles per hour and then I was just like oh no (laughs) 
like I'm not doing any of this. So my advice here would be bite-sized pieces because it's our habits that habits that really do create, you know, it's what we do daily, the small things that we do daily that create our lives for ourselves. Um, so I stripped it right back and I was like, right, okay, let's just first of all get some movement into my week consistently, get that down, nail that, master that and then move on um so now i'm on mission mission nutrition there we go uh, that's one for you mission nutrition um so i just say it's, it's start it's starting small isn't it and Char, i know we really advocate this at, at tagc don't we especially if we're thinking about self-care just mm-hmm. taking those those small really small steps daily um yeah and for me i mean it started incredibly small and i use this as an example because it really just for me it's light-hearted and it's a this is this is not even self-care so this is probably one step first of self-respect but going to the loo when you need to go to the loo like oh my goodness I used to wait and wait and wait and when I started going right I matter I'm important I need the loo I'm going to the loo that was such a shift inside of me because it was like putting me to the top of the pile like in such a simple way and I think like you say it doesn't have to look like a spa day, a weekend away, you know, things that are always in the future and never right here. It's like, what can I do in my day? And that is basic level self-respect. But I sure know that I wasn't giving that to myself like when I first started this journey. And then it's built up from there. So yeah, for me, it's what what are those things that I'm that I, I can do in the day that I have in front of me? And I know obviously we are big advocates for journaling, like, oh my goodness, I have, yeah, I feel I've transformed my whole inner world through journaling and just putting pen to paper. But one of the things, um, acts of self-care that I still do, and I really kind of homed in on in the beginning was asking myself two questions. And it was, how am I feeling today? And I had to, I'd like write out this answer, I'd go, I'm fine. Thank you, Charlotte. How are you? Like literally I had to write out the conversation to get me going. And I'm like, if I'm saying fine, then yeah, let's peel back that layer a little bit further. Am I really though? Um, So I'd ask myself that, how am I feeling today? And then the second question would be, what do I need from me today? And then it's the action piece to go, right, I'm honoring that today in whatever small, easy, bite-sized way that I can. Um, so yeah, I just thought I'd share that. I probably jumped ahead a little bit there of a little. <laughs> oh no, I love that. And ju- I just say, I just say that when you shared that thing about going to the toilet, you, I think you first shared it in a live in the membership, and I was yeah. like, oh, I so do that. Yes. Like, I so don't honour. And ever since I've been like, if I need to, I'm like, Charlotte says go to the toilet. Like that's probably in everyone's head. Okay, goes to the loo. Um, but that's base level, isn't it? That's base level self self respect, self worth, and yeah. then we build build on that in small gradual pieces. Yeah. So going back to what you just mentioned about uh, drinking water, I used to not drink so I don't have to go. So I then ended up not drinking water throughout the day, which from health and exercise and fitness point of view is the first thing that I tell my clients, you must hydrate. Like we are formed like 70% of our bodies. So I used to go the whole day without drink because if we would go out somewhere and I'd be worried in the park. I would have nowhere to go. So I would not, I would not go to the toilet because I'm like, well, if I'm not drinking. So, so yeah, it's, it's a huge. And I, what I love, Charlotte, what you mentioned there is the self-respect that, mm-hmm. hang on a minute, like I, I need to drink, like, hello. 
So yes. uh, kind yeah. of going back to going back to what Kate also mentioned uh, when she talked about um, uh, booking her um, fitness classes is well, um, and I don't I don't know if you're happy to share this, Kat, so feel free to say yes or no. Um, so you mentioned about the motivation. So yeah, we know the motivation is is nowhere, it's not gonna be waiting outside the front door. It's just not how it works. It would be lovely, wouldn't it? But it's just not how it works. So I wonder what made you reshift uh, and then prioritize that to make sure that it becomes the non-negotiable. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm more than happy to share. And it was, it's funny, really, because it's something I've always known. I've always known that without my health, I don't have anything. But I've never really, I don't know, would have I just not taken that seriously enough? And whether it's an age thing, I turned 40 this year. Is it like a case of, right, well, you really need to knuckle down now and, and sort this out? Um, I'm not quite sure, but it was, it was, it was knowing that without my health, I have nothing. And when I did kind of peel back and look deeper, it's like, well, I want to lump, lump in the throat moment here. <clears throat> like I want to live as long as I possibly can in the healthiest ways that I can for for my for myself, but for my girl. So my dad is um, he has heart heart failure. Um, he's had it. He's he's some sort of miracle man. <laughs> he's he's had it for a long time. Um, he has a mechanical heart now, um, which kind of basically keeps him alive. But he was in his late forties when he had his first heart attack. Um, and back then we were told, um, with the de- deterioration of his heart, um, that he probably wouldn't see like the, the following twelve months. As I say, he's still here. He's pretty. He's defined. He's like a cat with nine lives, right? He's had a couple <laughs> more heart attacks and a few more strokes. He's incredible. Um, so I also kind of reflect on that, and like you know, I think was my dad possibly in the best you know, health and fitness at that age. He was um, uh, an export manager in and out of the country, busy, stressful. Um, and, you know, I'm sure he'd agree with me, possibly. He wasn't in the best, you know, shape or, or looking after himself in the best way in terms of his health and fitness. So I think about that as well. And I think about how important it is to to do whatever I can do that's within my control to to, to, to look after myself. So I, so I, you know, I can be here in the fittest healthiest possible way so I said it gets it gets deep it gets deep um but that's my motivator like yeah. and, and don't get me wrong I'm human I, I had I had a chocolate shortbread biscuit last night you know like it's not like I can't do you know all those all those kind of things or you know have an ice cream when I want um but it's just it's just making choices from a different perspective and it's just seeing that I think with age, you know, we are, you know, just naturally in the aging process, we're not moving as much as we used to. I'm not as flexible as I used to be. Um, I'm not as active, but I don't want to, I've, I've got control over what I do to, to how quickly I lose that. Um, so I hope, I hope that answers the question, Petra, sorry, oh, <laughs> kind of in a roundabout the, way. <laughs> just like men- you mentioned, unless you really dig deep, to really like unpeel the layers that you have been mentioning um, since the start, you're never gonna make yourself do stuff that's really important and then betters on the on on the bigger level. Uh, you know, we can like in terms of health and fitness, I can lose weight to go on holiday, but that is a very short term. You know, very short term, not driven, not really person driven, not really like. Uh, value driven goal 
and mm-hmm. that doesn't really serve in the long run whereas going really deep going like why is it really important uh what impact am I going to have on people around me like uh, our children so uh so so yeah and I think yeah great you know keep, keep going you know it, it's amazing because yes like you mentioned if we don't have our health we haven't got anything mm. no, no. yeah um Kat mentioned which was again really really good and I made some notes uh no sorry Charlotte Charlotte mentioned um about your two questions that you ask yourself when you when you journal and I started journaling my I think last year so like it, it's all new to me you know but I've been gratitude practicing for years now so I think that's almost like I become a second nature now but the journaling has been new and one thing that you have said is how am I feeling and I, I would almost, almost say I'm fi- exactly what you said. Oh, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. Not even stopping and actually feeling any sensations in my body. Again, like what is my body telling me? Mm-hmm. Uh, looking back at the day and actually how do I feel about how the day went? Um, focusing really on the positives because I reinforced that. Um, and I, I never did that. It was always like, oh, it's either not great or or it's fine and it's just black and white and there is like I mean how many <laughs> shades of gray there are we you know so loads and then only until I just like you said which was a really nice reminder to peel the layers and actually like really how am I yeah like um and that then helps just like you mentioned to do the small things in the bite size mm-hmm. um and what what I feel is um, also doing things with intentions but if you write them down uh, you know you are then more likely to to do them in in whatever shape or form that is for for anybody so um, self-care how how when we take time for ourselves and we are recharged how does it serve the others what does it do for the others? Um, do they get like, you know, going back to um, our listeners potentially feeling guilty or not having the time they want, not being able to make the time? How, if they make the time for themselves to recharge, how does it serve the others? Oh, so much. Like when I look back and I see me as a mum before I started, you know, kind of on this journey. I was completely different. I never felt enough. And, you know, you say you, you kind of into spirituality a little bit and like the, the energy that we give out is, you know, is so powerful. And when we feel good, the energy that we give out does absolutely spread throughout the house, spread through neighbors. Let's go that way. <laughs> it's powerful. It really, really is. And I think, like we've said, everybody benefits when we've looked after ourselves because we're happier. We're more, I think for me, I give from a place of overflow. I'm not giving from a place of resentment or feeling like I have to. It's another thing I have to do. And that's so much more um, beneficial for others because obviously it's coming from a better place, but also from me because I can see how I've given Rather than it not being enough, I hope this is kind of coming across um, in the right way, but when I gave before having filled my cup, it never felt enough. Whereas giving after I filled, filled my cup, 
I get to see that it's enough <laughs> and I get to feel that it's, it's enough because I think before then we're kind of always striving for I think we touched on expectations right at the beginning for an expectation that I believe we set in our own minds that we're actually not quite aware of but that expectation of ourselves is really high and unachievable and because we don't know what it is we never reach it so what is like giving enough what does that look and feel like to us when we do self-care, we know what that looks and feels like. So we're smashing it. Like when we give and we've given from that good place, we can see and celebrate it. So we come away from that fuller again. Because <laughs> obviously, and and this was a, a big moment for me, was kind of I can still be a really kind, giving person when I've given to myself as well. So this comes in kind of bringing another topic in but boundaries for example when I've given myself that self-care and say the girls are around I they it's still a boundary for me so when they come down in the morning I love mornings for self-care they know that I'm going to be having a meditate and it's quiet time they know that I'm going to be journaling and it's kind of a given in our house now but at the beginning that wasn't easy because they'd be like request after request after request. I'm not saying that they're perfect now and just go, oh, mommy's having a Zen time. I'm just going to be deadly quiet because that's not <laughs> reality. But they're quite they're calmer as well. And I think it just is such a beautiful way to start the morning. I feel like I've batted around a few topics there, but I hope that's kind of got that that point across yeah so you'll follow I, up with me cat yeah no absolutely <laughs> and, and mornings for me as well Petra has been a really prime time for me personally to tap into self-care um and and yeah just just to kind of second what Charlotte said like who you know how do how and who and how do people benefit like everybody benefits and you just can't argue with it really because it, they can't not because if you're happier healthier more energetic more um just loving of yourself how can others not feed off that like and that's what they want as well isn't it like that's what they what want. I realized I yeah. like, that's what like my husband wants for me that's what yeah. my girls they want a happy mum yeah. and that's another reorientation of it as well isn't it that yeah, like absolutely. that's what everybody wants for me why am I not giving it to yeah, myself do, does my husband want the best version of me do my kids want the best version of me do they want my the calm fun you know mummy or do they want the resenting in this moment mummy because I really should be somewhere else do you know what I mean like I haven't given myself the things and they can pick up on it and they they know and I know um so just going back to the mornings I I go out in the morning I go out for a walk and that's part of my self-care I get them nice and early and the days where I do that and give to myself first there's a significant difference in how our mornings start mm-hmm. on the ones where if I perhaps don't go out for my walk and then I'm up with the kids at the same time. I haven't had that time to wake up on my own accord for myself, by myself, with my thoughts. There is a difference. So I have to dig deeper in those mornings, in those moments of those mornings where I haven't been for my walk for patience and calm because it's it's just like 30,000 questions at once, isn't it? You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so that is, yeah, the, the, the results there are just just so obvious that I am I'm back I'm like right come on girls let's get ready for school I'm engaged I'm present I'm there yeah. for them in yeah. every way that they want me to be there for them yeah. um so yeah it's a it's a ripple effect it really is so that's that's why we could just let go of the selfishness because how can it how can it be that's what I want to pose that question how can it be selfish yeah if when 
in the act of giving to yourself gives to others more and in better ways like how is that selfish yeah um and yeah, sorry, Charlotte. Sorry, I'd love to just add as well that just to for anyone at the very beginning of this who's kind of related to a lot of those, you know, exhaust, feeling exhausted, depleted, you know, kind of on that cycle. Right at the beginning, like I had to, I, I had to ask my husband that that was okay, not for him, but for me. And I think this is how far we lose that. Like I had to be like, I, I need this time. Can you just first off, I do it for myself now, absolutely. But just in the very beginning, I had to be like, can you just let me know this is okay if I go and take myself off for 10 minutes? And I needed that to to really reposition it. So I just wanted to share that if anyone is literally like, that's really important. Yeah, yeah, it's hard in the beginning. It really is. And there's actually a lovely, um, great, way of positioning this as well what's the easy easy things hard life hard things easy life like it will feel hard to if you're not carving out any time for you at the moment whether that be 5 10 15 50 minutes a day it will feel hard but it's the the willingness to do that the perseverance the commitment and the discipline and consistency in doing it doing those hard things that creates easy life and just I love what you've just said Charlotte I think that is really important for anybody that is at the start here because I too did exactly the same and it wasn't that I needed permission from my husband I absolutely didn't I needed it from myself but I just needed him to go of course that's okay yeah and and I think something that triggered that was him like he sits down he so not not religiously but every now and then he'll sit down on a Sunday and watch the football and like I'm cool with that because I want him. That's his self-care. That's his time. And I'm happy for him to do that, of course. But I was like, I watch him in amazement. Like this was back before <laughs> looking after myself. I'm like, how are you doing that? Like, yeah. How are you doing that? Like <laughs> two hours on a Sunday afternoon. Like, I don't know. I was just fascinated with how he could just, just be there for himself yeah. in that way without needing permission or having to busy himself. I was so anyway, yeah. Just yeah, just to reiterate what you said, Charlotte. Like, if yeah. you have to find permission first of all, you don't need it because it's where we give it to ourselves really. But if that helps, then we we did that. We did Yeah. That. Yeah. I know. And this is the difference, isn't it? Because I do feel like men find that a little bit easier. Obviously like, you know, they find other things probably harder, but that I think they do and it just goes to show how much we've not given ourselves that and how much we absolutely can and deserve to absolutely I I don't need my heart my head is just spinning with everything you have mentioned I have put some <laughs> notes down so I'm, I'm gonna yeah like obviously you know the, the the ripple effect it has got on the others and it's not because you want it to happen it just happens naturally like mm. you naturally are um, karma and you've mentioned as well present and for me as a mum the, the the difference and um, in how I'm present for my family now to how I used to be when you know I'm still doing my best you know but um yeah. I still tell uh, it, it could be done better the being present and yeah why would anybody say no to whatever I need to do to refill my cup because I I find like hopefully like like they want to be around me because exactly like everybody wants nobody needs a perfect mum like I always say my dishes are always full of sink you know like I like I genuinely like I don't care um as long as my 
my cup is full and I'm happy. That's all that matters to to those around me. Like nobody's going to ask me if I wash the dishes because like I'm happy. So like, and again, in the grand scheme of things on a daily basis, am I bothered to go into bed knowing my, you know, like the kitchen is not spotless? No, because I'm going to bed with gratitude and I'm tired. And if I start cleaning now, I'm going to wake myself up and I don't need that. I want to go to bed because I want to rest. So but yeah, going like I'm just trying to look at these notes now. <laughs> I just I just scribbled. Uh, <laughs> I just scribbled. But yeah, like what you mentioned, the changes that we that, that happen is not necessarily because like you wanted to change that way. It's naturally how things change and how you instead of reacting to things, we respond to things very, very differently. Um and then recognizing that how how different the environment is um in in I don't know me and my husband have been married for 12 years um and I always used to say and he was like he was the calm one in the house um I'm from a background where um there's a lot of you know like it's always very quick you're not very present um and you react really like straight away without thinking and it's all very kind of um the way that I started recognizing that I don't necessarily want to be reacting to things. And I'm not saying that things have changed or balanced, but I would say like we are in a really like, you know, sometimes he, some sometimes I hope he wouldn't mind saying it, but sometimes we kind of look at each other and kind of like, you know, what reactions am I going to get from you? And actually he's not going to get a reaction from me because either it doesn't matter and it, it really it really doesn't matter or um let's have let's sit down and let's see if we can solve this out and like yeah if I look at myself 15 years ago that wasn't like that but you know like the the in me like being present the calm and kind of that I do believe that's the gratitude kind of po- focusing daily looking for the positives um and really uh talking about the positives that then helps you actually yeah that that's okay and it's not great but let's have a yeah. look what we can do about it um so um you also mentioned I'm not, I'm not sure I think it's both of you Charlotte and Kathy you said it's the morning that's uh it, it's your zen time and it, it's it's your time and uh, there's a really kind of a uh, good way of kind of reinforce the morning routine because if you have a good morning you have a good day if you mm-hmm. have a good day you have a good week if you have a good yeah. week, you have a good month, and so on, good year. And if you have a good year, you have a good life. So mm. really, like taking that time in the morning, doing exactly whatever it is for it, because it's very different for everybody, whatever it is to recharge, to refill, to reflect, to really um, help look after you to have a good day because when the rest of the house is awake you've done everything for yourself and mm. you're ready you're ready there and you are present so so yeah I, I just second that morning routine so we we've talked about uh, quite a lot um what what and uh, how but it we know it's it's not that easy and uh, we know it doesn't take uh, that it's not seven days it, it's not going to happen in six weeks or or three months or six months there is always something what can where do people start where where can listeners start with 
right if they if they are convinced that they are really tired and they are burnout and they recognize that they are at the point when they need to start looking after themselves what would you say would be where where would they start and how would they start probably okay. pro- yeah probably probably not going to want to hear this Petra but I'd say they've got to stop and I know Charlotte this is what you taught me mm-hmm. <laughs> got to stop and I think um if you think about like going in a journey on the car in the in your car and you've got so much fuel in your tank and you're driving and you're driving and you're driving the fuel light comes on there's an option there isn't there you keep driving until you completely run out and the car stops and it breaks down and you might have done some harm to the car because you've been driving with no fuel in the tank and it's going to take a while to be repaired and get back on the road or when that light comes on you do stop and you pull over and you refuel it but to be able to refuel and do that so you can keep going you have to stop like we have to stop don't we we can't refuel on the go and we've yeah. got to pull into that breakfast station to at that moment. So, and it doesn't mean you've got to stop and like take a week's holiday to do this, but it's just stopping. And I think going back to those questions Charlotte said, I think that is such a key starting point. Like ask yourself, because we, we if this is new to you, kind of self-development and the inner work, when do we ever ask us, ourselves those two questions? How am I and what do I need? Mm-hmm. I think without knowing what we need, like how can we start giving that to ourselves? Like we know, we understand now from this that self-care is giving to ourselves all those things that we need without the guilt on a daily basis. But we need to know what they are, don't we? Would you, would you agree with that, Charlotte? 100%. And like I say, when I gained that time, I didn't have a clue what to do with it. I'd sit in the bath. If I got, if I did, if like, I did my job, this and is I got, self-care tips. Yeah, I would literally do my house jobs, get all of that done. And then I vividly remember I'd run that bath and I'd be like, have I left enough time? And nine times out of 10, I would just sit in it and they'd walk back through the door. Like we, when we kind of, yeah, we've got to understand what it is that we want to do with that time. And we've also got to get intentional with it because Literally, the housework is all around us, right? I mean, I think as women, we can pick up on anything that needs putting away or anything that needs sorting. So to be able to give to ourselves in this way, we have got to be intentional. And we've got to say, do you know what? I've got like 10, 15 minutes right here. What can I what can I do with this 10, 15 minutes just for me? Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think those questions to understand what that is, is a great starting place. And then like you said, Petra, getting to know these triggers, you know, our body, I think it's uh, Oprah Winfrey who says is our biggest GPS system. What did, she has a great quote. Something like that. Yeah, 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 it is. Like, you know, our feelings, our emotions are our greatest GPS system. So we've got to understand what's going on and, and we've got to stop to do that and get off the hamster wheel of life and just reevaluate. Um so yeah I think that's great and I think also getting curious about what self-care looks like to you and look at new perspectives on that like real you know reorientate the way you see self-care like even write it down like self-care self-care to me means and see what comes up for you and if you're struggling just google it like ideas for self-care but some things we can share like the ways we look after ourselves it is giving ourselves the time for journaling practicing gratitude meditation taking a walk reading a book dancing creating if you're crafty 
what else taking a bath it can be that baking sitting just sitting and being Mm. um exercising time with friends watching comedy yeah, these are all, all acts of self-care, aren't they? Anything, anything I've missed there, Charlotte, that you know. No, I think it is. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it doesn't great. have to be the spa day, does it? And the week's yeah. holiday. But it's got to be the little things consistently every day. Mm-hmm. And it's got to give to ourselves. And, yeah, explore what that can look like for you. Know that it doesn't have to be in big ways. Know that you can do it in small bite-sized pieces. And, and then ask yourself what it is you need on a daily basis. And give it to yourself. That's the That's the the linchpin isn't it it's it's taking the action Mm -hmm. and giving to yourself and knowing that you're worthy and deserving of it yeah that's that's really I think I don't I don't think I ever looked at it that way myself and the way I try to look at it is how do I want to feel and what do Mm. I want to achieve out of spending this time doing this you know is this action gonna help me feel this way or um, just like what you mentioned Charlotte is doing things intentionally Mm -hmm. uh, rather than you know we talked about this you know when we boil kettle you know yes I can go on the phone and scroll for five minutes until my drink's ready or I can literally just sit outside in the fresh air or do Mm -hmm. do a quick workout you know for me exercise and nutrition is like the really like a self-respect because uh, you know making sure that you feel in your body well uh, go, going back to the car that you mentioned you know if we fuel our, our body well we feel good mm-hmm. uh, it's like putting petrol into diesel car it's just not gonna it's just not going to work I, I don't even know I, it hasn't happened so I don't even know if the car actually moves if you put uh, the wrong the wrong type in but um you know if you if we fuel our bodies with Again, I'm all about the balance. Like, I'm not saying you can't have this, but like, if uh, if we feel better, body well, you've got everything you need. Your body is mm-hmm. pumping and it's working well. Um, but so so yeah, and the movement. I always ask my clients that, how do you feel after the workout? So then, when the moment comes when you really don't want to show up for yourself, and this this will be in any act of self care, not not just the exercising when you feel because there'll be moment when you will just it's just you will be it will be harder you know and there will be point yeah. where you are just too tired and you just won't be bothered or mm-hmm. uh, or life happened and there was no time you know because that will happen as well I always ask my clients to remember how they feel when they when they exercise, when mm. they feel their body well, when, you know, and wherever, you know, journal, after they journaled, after they did their gratitude, how does it make you feel? And always go back to the feeling to see how you feel. And then that will help you to break that cycle of carrying on to kind of stay consistent with the bite size, mm. the small chunks of actions. And then you build up on it as, as, mm. as, um, as you go every day. And that's the that's the self discipline, isn't it? That's the self that's building the self discipline, which comes with. We have to just practice that, don't we? And it's it's we always say this, don't we? Shark? It's doing the things that make us feel better, even when we don't feel like doing them, because there will be mornings where I'm like, oh, really? Going out for a walk in the rain, and I go, right, okay. How do I feel once I've been on that walk? I feel incredible. Go for the walk. Like who who after a workout goes, oh, I feel terrible. Nobody. <laughs> yeah before the workout goes I really can't be bothered to do this yeah a lot of us yeah we do it and then we feel so much better and that Mm -hmm. that's with like you've absolutely highlighted there Petra that's with all self-care like we feel better once we've done it 
but yeah. we have to make ourselves do it and that we are the only ones that can do that for ourselves but yeah. when we do that is when the magic happens and you build up momentum yeah. um and then just love it yeah and again <laughs> I think you've touched base on it at the start both of you that you can improve that discipline with something new or something you want to start doing once you unpeel the layers and mm-hmm. once you really understand why is it important or like yeah. how would your life change how would your energy change how would it make you feel because if it's really just a short-term fix it's only going to bring short-term results and probably going to go back down to that burnout burnout stage so mm-hmm wow I am so buzzing this has been amazing this has been absolutely amazing what a great conversation mm-hmm. um I feel we could chat and I'm sure yeah. we will because <laughs> every time we would every time we, we open the subject there's like little little bits and bobs that that come in this has been absolutely amazing and I'm so glad that you made time uh to to be on this podcast so thank you so much now I know you've got something coming up in September, something really, really amazing. So uh, please do share the details with us now, so uh, our listeners uh, um, can hear what you've got planning, what you've got going on. Yeah, can you go for it? Go for it. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> so yes, thank you, Petra. Yeah, so we are so excited to share this. So on Sunday, the seventeenth of September. We have exclusive venue hire of the most incredible venue called Water's Edge over in Pershaw. It's where wellness meets water. They have open lake swims, um, all sorts of stuff going on there. It's a beautiful, beautiful venue. And myself and Charlotte and an incredible lady called Sam Pierce Isaacs, she's a rapid transformational therapist, are coming together to deliver a one of a kind day retreat. Um, It's from 10 a.m. till 5 p.m. And it really is a day for you. It is a day for you to rest, reset, recharge and do some mindset work as well. So we're going to be bringing, I think we've got about 30 women, um, 30 spaces, sorry, uh, to bring like minded women together to connect in deeper ways. And we've got some beautiful practices lined up, haven't we, Charlotte? Everything from like grounding meditation. Um, We're going to be teaching our self-empowerment process. So some self-empowerment coaching we have um, the open water swim where we can really use that mindset to believe that we can and get in that water together. A nourishing lunch. Uh, Sam is then going to do a group rapid transformation therapy session. Time to reflect, walk, walk in nature, journaling. Oh, the, the list is endless. Um, but yeah, essentially it is a day for you. And like, if you're really looking to give a boost of that self-care, we'd, we'd absolutely love for you to join us. Um, and we can we can share the details with you as well, Petra. Um for your listeners so yeah so that sounds that sounds amazing and I know I've told you that I just need to wait for my husband's rota to come out to make sure that if he's working I can sort out childcare but it sounds amazing what I'm gonna do I'm gonna include the event details in the podcast notes and I'm also gonna leave um Charlotte and Kat's um social links and website links in the podcast notes so uh, listeners hopefully you'll be able to go there and then visit their pages to have a look how how amazing they are and find out more about their online membership uh yeah I am feeling a little bit sad that this episode is coming to an end it it has been incredible like it has it has made me think slightly as well about why I do things or reinforce things that 
sometimes if we don't talk about because autopilot kicks in, that it's yeah. really important to to write it down. I really love the, the two questions um, the for journaling. So 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 yeah, it has been it has been amazing. It has been just full packed with information, and I hope it will be beneficial to everybody who is listening to this. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast and making the time to be here. I hope, um, I'm sure there is more to share, but uh, is there anything else you'd like to add or? Oh, no. Just thank you so much. Yeah. It's been incredible to be here and, and to have this conversation. So thank you for having us, Petra. Yeah, thank you for having us. It's been wonderful. Thank you, Kath and Charlotte, for your time to be on this podcast. Uh, I hope you have all enjoyed it. It's been absolutely amazing. I would really appreciate it if you could write a review and rate the podcast and also share it with anybody who may find it beneficial and have a great summer.